You ready? Obligatory podcast, episode 47, take one. And we're back. Welcome. It's been a while, but you are listening to the Obligatory Podcast with Carmen and Mike. This is episode 47, man. Yep. 47. New year. 2019. That's right. Have you done the thing where you messed up writing the date yet? Oh, on uh, writing people's receipts? Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. 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 I messed up, but I'm doing like weird. I'm not doing like the usual 2018, oops, 19. I put like 2010 on something the other day for no reason. (laughs) I think I was so in my head not to put eight. I went with 10. I don't know why. Well, real quick before we get into this new episode, uh, if you don't know, you should know we're on Spotify, iTunes, um, Podbean. Podbean. I believe we're on Google Play. That's Mm -hmm. always a hit or miss. They're always kind of weird about that. Mm -hmm. But either way, you can also see us on Facebook. Instagram and YouTube, of course, where we upload all the episodes on there with some silly animations, thanks to Steven Sanchez. Yeah, I think uh, I think we're actually all caught up on YouTube now, right? We are officially caught up. Wow, because we were, you know what's funny? Like, people would hit me up and be like, how come number 43 is not up on YouTube? <laughs> I'm like, dude, I didn't even know we were up to the 30s on YouTube. It's We're at the whim of Mr. Sanchez. He's a very busy man. And dude, can I just say... I think my favorite part is watching the animations he comes up with or the the artwork he comes up with because I'm like, what? Like, I'm a messed up guy, but then I see some of the stuff. Like, if you haven't seen our Christmas cover yet with Uh, Pedro Lima, holy crap, dude. that (laughs) that That was the least Christmas thing I've seen. Yet it was totally Christmas. Pedro was a Yeti smashing us saying, friends. Yeah, he, I think my eyes are bulging out or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure how much of it is for the podcast and how much of it is just Sanchez going, fuck my curly. <laughs> I'm pretty Either way, I'm happy with it. I'm happy with it. So, yeah, man, it's been a while. Uh, Pedro Lima was on the last episode we recorded. We were just looking over it. That was December 18th we sat down and recorded that. So right. it's, it's been a while, man. It's been a while. Yeah, and uh, I wish I could say it's good to see you, but truthfully, I saw you during the entire <laughs> say, break. It's not like we took a break. We got a break from this. We didn't get a break from us. No, we yeah. uh, we hit it kind of heavy the last two weeks of for comedy. Yeah, it was. I was like, a little, we were I was exhausted. Out. Usually, the last couple of weeks of December are slow with holiday parties and everything else, but we were right at work. I mean, December seventeenth, the day before we recorded, we had done the seventh annual Ken Miller Toy Drive at the other bar. Another successful year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then we also had that week, uh, we had, uh, well, I had uh, that Thursday and Friday, I was at the Orlando Improv with Tom Rhodes, Carmen Morales. This is my like eighth year opening up for Tom Rhodes over at the Orlando Improv. Great shows. I didn't do the Saturday show because you and I actually had a gig out in Ocala, Florida. Okay, this is Ocala's one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that was December yeah. 22nd. Yeah, okay. We were at the uh, Ocala Breeders <laughs> Stables. They did not like me. Which, which uh, for those of you who haven't had the pleasure of going out to the Ocala Breeders Sales, not Stables, Sales, uh, it is uh, one half betting, off track betting. Yep. One half uh, breeders like where people keep their horses that they race. So I guess we're already up to a full because I already said half, half, I guess I should have gone with quarters, but uh, then it's also, let's stick with the halves. It's another half comedy club slash cafetorium, you know, and then it's uh, out back. They have a racetrack for the horses. Did they have a racetrack? For they horses? do. Like oh, if, you, if you out back from where our quote unquote green room is on the backside of that building is actually a track. I'm not sure if it's for actually racing or for training, but I imagine if you got a place that, you know, glue factory. You, okay. 
<laughs> when the dog horse food. can't run. <laughs> Hooves go to glue, meat goes to the dogs. Yeah. Wait, dog food is made out of horses or made up made of dog food is horse horses? No, that was the big thing for years, man. Really? Yeah, the dog food was just horse meat. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Is is it bad to eat horse meat? I don't know, dude. I, don't <laughs> I really don't. Like I'm realizing now that we grew up without the benefit of Google, so you just had to believe what people told you. <laughs> Like, Mr. Rogers was a sniper. That makes sense, you know? We but now you best. can Google it. Like, is there... Like, We're okay. the best at bro science. We just make things up. Like, yeah, that's true. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Like, uh, I think after watching Trump's speech tonight, I can say 100% that he surgically <laughs> had his neck fat replaced with testicles. He had a uh, he had a camel toe on his neck. Like What'd little... your girl call it? This, <laughs> this Some people should wear a... Turtle neck if they got a scrotal neck. Yeah, squirtle neck. Squirtle. Scrotal. Yeah, squirtle neck. Squirtle. Not squirtle. Scrotal. 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 Man, I'd love to play Pokemon with you. <laughs> Just like scrotal, scrotal, scrotal. Hey, I was a Pokemon, remember? Yeah. <laughs> My grandfather was diagnosed with squirtle cancer. <laughs> <laughs> got a real hard case of the Pikachu. Oh, sounds like terrible. But let's not let's not sidetrack. Um, while we were uh, at the Ocala Breeder Sales. It was a three-man show of Kermit Gonzalez hosting, Sean Shelnut featuring, myself headlining, and a gentleman in the audience actually had a heart attack and had to be rushed out by paramedics on a gurney. And I will say that guy had the second worst night <laughs> out of all of us. <laughs> Would that be fair? I don't think that was, that's fair. All right, go that ahead. Fair. So what happened to you, man? Well, they didn't like me, period. Yeah, I don't get it. I even wore the stupid Frosty the Snowman a blazer they're like yeah you did. You did. we hate you and your christmas spirit but they didn't hate you in the way you wanted them to hate you no like you, you would figure there was probably a good hundred what was the count 150 yes Let's right around say, there 150 yeah, like 200 something yeah, like that big room mm -hmm. nice crowd and uh most of them i would say were 55 and up it was uh, an older crowd what would you sure. say the uh race was of that crowd uh republican uh, <laughs> which made it so weird that your jokes didn't because Yo. uh if you haven't seen kermit uh he happens to be of the uh browner skin persuasion <laughs> and he opens up with some interesting names about or interesting bits about his name and yeah, his heritage just, and everything and usually it's a, it's a little bit stereotypical but it's personal and funny and it plays off stereotypes. Let me rephrase that. It's not stereotypical. It plays off people's stereotypes. Yeah, right. And it usually does very well, especially when it's older white crowds going, oh, he can laugh at it, so we can too. Right. They were the most conservative. <laughs> they were telling me, no, it's okay. You don't have to say that about yourself on yeah. stage. Yeah. I was like, they, no, no, it's okay to laugh. They were shouting out. They were so supportive. I think PC has backfired in your case <laughs> because those people who would have loved to have called you a million names in public years ago now feel they have to support you to I, feel. I think I even call myself a beaner, and they're like, no, you're whoa, okay. You're Hispanic. Whoa, yeah. we, don't, we don't identify you as that around Dude, here. not like me. No. Oh. And then uh, the feature went up. Yep. And then he killed the guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, that is true. About five minutes into uh, Mr. Sean Shelnut's set, uh, I, I guess we were in the green room discussing how poorly you had done. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we realized when it got quieter than it had been when you were up there, something okay. must be wrong. <laughs> so we go out, and sure enough, uh, some an older gentleman had passed out at the table, and they were calling it by over. And uh, to his benefit, 
or uh, Sean stayed on stage the entire time, not doing comedy. I no. mean, the show stopped. He's doing like a Q and A slash but, uh, direction. Uh, yeah, he was like, "Okay, let's clear this path." Has someone called the paramedics? You know, he took over to he went like from cruise line fun director to okay, this is not a drill. What we need you to do is get off the boat. It's yeah. sinking. And uh, yeah, they they were fairly quick, I guess. The paramedics. I mean, the whole thing took like what forty five. Did it? Mm -hmm. Wow. It was long. Yeah. It took a while. But the guy was okay. He did the classic 80s, like, I'm okay with the fists up in the air as he got wheeled away. It it was more like the, uh, you know, the guys at the Olympics when, you know. (laughs) When they fall and they, like, break your ankle kind of deal? Yeah. Like, like, I'm good. Or, you know, or a little black powery, I guess. (laughs) You know, it was that fist in the air thing. and like. But you got him back after that. He did his set and. That yeah, he, he went back and uh, he what I tell you, as soon as the guy had the heart attack and they stopped the show, I looked over you. I'm like, this counts as his time. <laughs> and it did because he got off quick. <laughs> no, I, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure what he did. To, he probably did like 20 minutes all together, not yeah. counting the 45 minute. But I can't even blame him because how do you really come back from? Uh, yeah, uh, I thought he was just gonna bring you up. <laughs> he yeah. was like, eh, next comedian, give it yeah. up for Mike. Yeah, and then they were. They were a fun crowd for me. They were a great crowd. They're but great. you know, they were also very, very patient because a lot of audiences, you know, something like that happens. Leave. They leave or they're like, and they all stuck around. They but they're fun. in Ocala. They have nowhere else to go. But but that being said, like uh, I knew that people had sat for. I mean, usually when we do a show, people are been sitting for an hour before the show even starts and there's just a there's a mental thing with the show that's why most movies are like 90 minutes or you know uh comedy shows you try keeping 90 minutes people even if they're loving it get a little restless even theaters who have longer shows do an intermission of a play right. or a musical so um you know that that being said like i got up there they were with me they were on a roll and i'm like okay even that being said i'm gonna cut this a little bit shorter tonight because we've all been here you know Plus, it was a holiday weekend. I was surprised it was so filled for a holiday weekend. Yeah, it was. No, okay. Yeah, it was was Christmas Eve. No, it wasn't. No, because Christmas Eve was actually uh, Monday the 24th. But we had a show the very next night after Ocala. We had a show. We had the Roast of Santa at the Orlando Improv. Right. And that was also our seventh year doing that. Yep. And once again, it was it was packed. It it was packed out, filled show. I have to say, I think it was one of the better roasts we've done uh roasted santa wise that being said we usually only have and and that's that's a huge credit because usually we have one person who doesn't do too well on the show <laughs> or we might have two uh we had three yeah. three bombs on our dais which was good bad oh my gosh but here's the thing the funny thing is when like when when you're doing the character roast we like we do like you, you had one where you, we did the roast of Batman. You were Robin, yeah, and you tanked, and yeah. it was probably the best set of the night because <laughs> Jeff Jones and me were just like on you, on you and and right. the way you dealt with the improv stuff yeah. was just great, and it made for like a memorable night to the point that you, afterwards people are like, oh, I love the way you guys planned that banter, yeah, like, we're like we, yeah, planned we planned for it. you to right. bomb, yeah, right? Yeah, that was planned, and then. Uh, and but you always get like one of those, and it's great as long as you stay in character. You can do no wrong because it's not it's not whatever character. It's not you as a comedian bombing. It's your character not doing well. <laughs> like if I so. went up there as Frosty and I wasn't funny, then they're like, "Wow, Frosty sucked." Right. Not the comedian playing Frosty sucked. It still feel the same. <laughs> it might feel the same, but it doesn't look the same unless you break character. 
I didn't break character. You did not break character. I, there's a, I'm not going to say name. Well, they're, actually, the guys that broke character were on this <laughs> podcast, and they broke character. So that makes it free range to bring up their names. I Doesn't think. it? Yeah. Does it? I'll, so here, here was the dais. We had uh, me as Frosty. We had Kermit as Rudolph once again this year. We had Marcus Crespo as Santa Claus. We had Samantha Ivy as Mrs. Claus. We had Eugene Torres as Krampus. We had uh, Ryan Holmes as Jesus. We had Kevin White as Ebenezer Scrooge. We had Ken Miller as a Christmas tree. Hilarious. Which was great. And uh, he was the only black gentleman on the dais, and he was late for the show. <laughs> you had to- the, Christmas, the Christmas tree was late. You had to make late. that a point? Well, I had to make that. I think Ken even said, he's like, leave it for the black Christmas tree to be late. <laughs> But uh, I, he had a great excuse because as soon as he took the stage, he said, I'm sorry, I fell off a car top on I-4. Somebody didn't tie it down, yeah. tie me down right. Yeah, yeah. That was good. And then we had uh, Jake Rika as... Abominable Snowman. Snow Monster. Snow Monster. From the Rudolph Claymation, right. allegedly. And <laughs> Okay, real quick. Just stay on him real quick. Yeah. So he got a... Well, gra- let's finish the dance. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, and then we had... Uh, Joe Sensabella. Joe Sensabella as the Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy. And I think, I think we hit everybody there. Yeah, that's everybody. That's it. So let, let's just start with... Um, yeah, everybody did great. They went all out on their costumes this year. That being said, that doesn't necessarily mean they came out good. No. <laughs> so go ahead. Jake decided to get a gorilla mask mm-hmm. and just spray paint it with actual spray paint the yep. day of. It, it wasn't even the day of. It must have been hours before he showed up or an hour. See, that green room, I was getting high off the fumes. Because Kevin and I got there, and we were setting up the stage and everything, and then everybody trickled in. They were in the green room, and I walked in the green room, and it smelled like someone had just painted the entire green room. Yep. Yep. He and got high in the mass, he told me. Yeah, I had to take it out. I, I took it out of the green room yeah. and threw it down the hallway. I'm like, that stays there. But more importantly, there was nothing about him that said abominable snow monster <laughs> from the Rudolph. If you remember, the abominable snow monster is like uh, basically Sasquatch, but white with a blue face and blue paws. None of that. He just got a gorilla mask, spray painted white, white yeah. and got a white uh, sweatpant, sweatsuit. Yeah, wet, wet, uh, a sweatsuit combo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and turned it inside out so it was a little fuzzy. I remember when you were telling me about this, you're like, he picked it up, but he's going to glue cotton balls all over oh, it. Oh, yeah, he didn't do that. Nope, nope, not yeah. at all. Uh, but what's funny is he looked more like the ghost of Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> like he was just. It was so bad, man. Oh, it was it horrible. Was so it, but bad. horrible that I loved it. It was like a bino gorilla. But so many times, like with these rows, the best jokes are the ones you write when you see the way that the other people end up right. looking. Right. You know, a lot of times I'll, in our little chat group, I'll be like, hey, send in pictures of your costume. And sometimes I'm just like, you know what? No, it's going to be the spur of the moment stuff that makes it funny. Right. You know? Right. So, um, uh, whatchamacallit. So Jake went up and, uh, well, you went up first. I went up. Yeah. I hosted. You went up in the spot right after me. Yep. Uh, material that you killed with last year. <laughs> didn't do too well this year. <laughs> Fucking jumped. <laughs> I did not like I, it. I didn't get it. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. They did not but like Rudolph. Like, that, like you said, though, you could easily let the person sink. Mm-hmm. But us, when it comes to roast, 
yeah. we know like we because like we will look at each other like oh no <laughs> and then it just like start roasting go 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 yeah. go go like seal teams like go 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 yeah because at the end of the day the thing with the roast is there's there's no superstars on it it's an ensemble and we're trying to make each other we're hoping right. everybody looks good and decent and yeah you want your friends to do well you yeah. know there's no joy in watching someone that's on a show with you bomb like not yeah. when not when the whole show's being judged as a overall performance, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. the difference with the roast. It's not just like stand up comedy. Like, oh man, well, you know, I that guy bombed, but I'm gonna go get him. It's like no, it's a whole show, so you're hoping everybody does well, and if they're not doing well, you jump in, and you know, it works. I might, and the thing is, uh, so I wish we had videotape of it, mm -hmm. but unfortunately, um, the says it got packed. I don't yeah. know if it was the staff or an audience member just completely removed my camera. But I started thinking I have the audio. Yeah. At least put out the audio. But I don't know if that's the same. Like, who's going to sit through an audio of, eh, I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll get Sanchez to do some animations for it. <laughs> of the jokes, just the main funny jokes. Yeah. I don't know, man. But yeah, it sucks. So I don't know if Jake recorded it because Jake's camera was turned too. Oh, man. Like, I was like, I was, like, when I went to get the camera, I was like, what happened? Yeah. And everything was just like scattered. For those of you not familiar, usually at the improv, they see, what, 250, 300? Yeah. So uh, we'll set up, if we're recording a show or something, we'll set up a camera in the back and we'll set it up on one of the tables. Yeah, the actual table. And then we'll put the chairs sit. up or something like that. Because, uh, you know, it's got to be a. Usually you have something in the back row still open that we can commandeer a table and use it for recording. But it was just so crowded. I wasn't expecting that. I didn't yeah. realize it was crowded till, I think, like, um, after Joe went up, yeah, because they I kept coming back in, and I was like, "Oh, that's a full table." I was like, "That's yeah. a full row in the back." So evidently, what happened is someone got sat because there was no more room. Someone sat down at the table that we had cameras just set totally up on, and it. they just moved it or turned. They it. literally put it on the floor, oh. and then someone re. They, I guess like you could hear them like, "Man, put it back up," and they put it back up, but it's like shooting off in an angle. Ah. I was just like, what's the point of this camera? So for, we never have luck. We no. you you never do well unless you have someone who's manned at the camera the entire show. Yeah, so and even is, then, that is what it is. Yeah. So, but uh, so Jake went up, and I don't remember anything specifically being horrible with Jake's set. You couldn't hear him because he couldn't yeah, talk through the mask. He couldn't talk through the mask, <laughs> which you know we we did a roast of um, Frankenstein Frankenstein a while back, and like. Two of the guys had masks because we were doing like these four. Kev, Kevin and um, and um, Joe did. Yeah, but Kevin was just bandages. I think you could hear him. <laughs> I think it was uh, Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees were the two. Oh yeah, yeah. That. And it's like we've told these guys before, like, hey man, masks really don't work, you know. But some people need a second time. So uh, Jake went up. I don't remember anything being horrible about Jake. Uh, just hard to hear him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, and and then the tooth fairy went up. Joe Sensabella. <laughs> and uh, Joe's Joe's been doing Joe's been doing good on the scene, right? Yeah. 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 I'll say so. He's been doing a lot of stuff. A lot of his video stuff has been going viral and stuff like that, right? Just not that. Just not that. <laughs> but um, uh, why don't you take it? Uh, he just broke character. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so he he his couple of jokes didn't hit. Yeah, and then instead of just taking it like a man, because you guys started ragging on him, he goes, "I don't think we even start ragging on him yet." You know what? No, because he says on the mic, he goes, "Man, I was better as Michael Myers." 
Yeah. <laughs> we're like, whoa, what? Yeah, he, he did the, uh, man, I'm not doing well, but you guys should see me as Michael Myers at the Rosa Frankenstein. I killed it, it. man. I killed it last and, time. And we just all looked at each other like, did he just break fucking character? <laughs> he broke character so hard. Isn't that like one real, like. The one real staying character. And, and doing that's the equivalent of anytime you see a comedian not getting laughs and the comedian's like, man, I know these jokes work. I do these all over the place. I've, F you guys, man. This joke's funny. I've never seen an audience collectively go, Oh, we're sorry. <laughs> ha 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 ha. There's the last we yep. owe you. Hey, guys. You're, he's right. He, he's I've right. seen him before. He's, he's hilarious. Right. Come on, guys. Let's not be the one crowd that didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, so he broke it. But every, besides so, those, besides us, three mm -hmm. or three, yeah. everyone did amazing. Yeah. I think everyone knocked it out of the park. Oh, yeah. It, it was, was a great show. That's really why I'm kind of upset that the cameras got jacked. Yeah. But, oh, oh. well. But then, so, but, but then there's a show right afterwards that kind of... Yeah, so oh, so great. we we had to we had done a six. That was the other thing about the roast, a six o'clock show on a Sunday, the day before Christmas Eve. But packed, but packed. Yep. And then uh, Carmen Morales, who I'd worked with over the weekend, uh, she was featuring for Tom Rhodes. Uh, she had her own show with Brian Volke, uh, a friend of hers, also her podcast partner from the. Uh, no, sir, I don't like a podcast that they do out there yeah. in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, she had a show, what they called the uh, Bad Habits. Bad Habits Comedy Tour. Bad Habits Comedy Tour. And on that show, she also had uh, Pedro Lima, right? Pedro Lima, Ken Miller. Ken Miller. and um, Brian Moses. Brian Moses, who's from all He's, the roast battles. Yeah, and, he does the hosting for the roast battles. And I think he was, I don't know if he still is. No, he's not now. But he was Jeff Ross's feature. Oh, okay. And yeah, he did writing for like a uh, roast masters. Right, as right. Well. For Comedy Central. Yeah, nice dude. My first time medium, but really cool dude. Yeah. But uh, so we do the roast and everybody, we go outside, we take pictures, pictures with people blah, blah, and blah, stuff blah. like that in yeah. costume. And then we go back, we get changed and they, they flip the room and they start seating for that show, which I believe was the 830 show. And all of a sudden it becomes apparent that that show is also going to be sold out and they have more people than like you can't just be like oh well we got five people who don't have seats there was like another 50 people at least with no seats with no seats so um we're sitting we're sitting outside yeah. of, of the like by the bar by the second stage yeah i was like decompressing so, i was like exhausted yeah we were talking about going across the street to grab a bite yep and uh so i go up to carmen i've known carmen for years i'm like look this might sound stupid but you know they have the fat fish blue stage where we hold the open mic they have that all set up for Christmas parties, meaning it's done up nice, like long tables, everything else. You got a full stage out there. The stage out there is bigger than the stage in the main room, you know? So I told her, I'm like, maybe you want to go to the GM and say, hey, you know, we'll do a show in there too. And you guys can just do, because it was more of an ensemble show than anyone headlining. It was more like a showcase. You yeah. Know? So I'm like, so one of you can start in here, shotgun it, meaning just announce the next comic, then go out there. And then you're only like 15 minutes behind starting a show out there. And she was like, oh, well, I don't know. I'm like, okay. So then I go out there talking to you, grab something. All of a sudden, Ken Miller comes out. He's like, yo, man, so you run the show in here, right? And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. Chris said, you run in the show in here. So it went from an idea that I put out to the uh, universe. And then all of a sudden, you see them already leading people. Like, yeah. as Ken's telling me that. So I looked at you. I'm like... You got on sound it. and lights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're on like it. on I'm it. Like, oh. I, I jump back there. I'm turning down the lights. And yeah. then... Uh, yeah, and then that turned out to be uh, actually a pretty fun show. That was a great show. I and, redeemed And myself. you were happy. I was so happy because I bombed in Ocala. Let's, let's go over your list. You had bombed in Ocala. You had 
bombed at the roast. roast. And then it was just like, I was like, man, I'm just not funny. And they're yeah. like, hey, do a set. I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah. And, it, and, and that, it that was funny, too, because I asked you, I'm like, hey, man, uh, do you want to go up? You're like, I need this. <laughs> I'm like, what? You're like, I need this. I need and you went up and it was a, uh, did you go up first on that show? No, Ken went up. Ken. Opened it up. No, I went after Pedro. Or no, no. Yeah, Ken. Ken. Me. You. Pedro. Pedro. Brian Vokey. Brian, yeah. Brian Moses. Brian Moses. Carmen Morales. Yes. Adam Murray. Yes. And then... You closed it. Yeah, I was just hosting for a little bit. Yeah. And then Krista had said, uh, right before I went up, she's like, I some of those people had just got their food because they were packed. So they were just putting out food and fat fish. And she's like, I need like 30 minutes. And I'm like, oh, shit. okay. And <laughs> and it was a fun set. They were a good, good, attentive audience and everything else. And we did the set. Everybody was happy. And uh, yeah, we were we were the kids who saved Christmas. So, <laughs> we saved you. Christmas. That's so what it was. Christmas. A comedy show to save Christmas. Yeah. And then uh, the holidays hit. We had, because uh, that was 23rd. So the next wow. day was uh, Christmas Eve. How was your Christmas, man? It was good. Yeah, you spent it with family or you just hang out at the house? What'd you do? What did I do? No, I stayed here. And then the girl went to work. <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh, yeah, I got, I got gifts that are decent. Yeah. I got a crock pot. Oh, yeah. We were talking about the crock pot. Who gave you the crock pot? A family member. Mm-hmm. They hate it. You hate the crock pot? <laughs> yes. It's the garbage. Why? I mean, it's cooks, but I mean, it's. I, I assumed you guys already had one of those. I don't know why I thought no, you guys No, we got it. And it's like, it's like, hey, are you hungry? And it's like, yeah, I'm hungry. All right, cool. We'll put it in now because you get to eat on Friday. <laughs> it's just like, it takes forever. Hey, man, you want chili on Thursday? <laughs> like, th- Wait, today's but you can you can like you can like jack up the heat on that and like cook something like quickly like use it as an actual heating thing, right? I guess. I mean, or I'm is, not to use a stupid thing. I threw a bunch of stuff in there. It took forever to cook. Really? Yeah. There's like a temperature setting, right? Can't you can't <laughs> you jack it up? I let her cook. I don't I'm know. sure there's like recipe. Oh yeah. By the way, I saw. Is that stuffed peppers out there? Yeah, that's for you at the end of the show. Is that for us? Yeah. Well, after your work, I already. Ate. <sighs> So. No, no, I've been seeing those things all over the place. Like, I guess a lot of people never like, had one. Never had one. Jesus Christ! What, man. what is it? What's in it? What is wrong with you? What do you mean you never had a stuffed pepper, dude? My <laughs> my food groups growing up: McDonald's, Wendy's, and Burger King. I, I need to like every weekend take you to a place in Orlando that's like a good food, like open your mind to food. Yeah, I'm good with that. You're Let's gonna do go it. with that. Let's do it. All right. Good It'll Lord, be a new man. segment called Mike Eats. Mike Eats Weird Shit. Mike Eats Weird Shit. <laughs> well, isn't that funny? Like, they got the guy, like, who is it? Andrew Zimmer that goes around eating the world's... Yeah, yeah. And Anthony Bourdain. And, like, a show of me eating weird stuff would just be me eating food that everybody eats. Yeah, like, and they're like, like, this is what normal food is, Mike. It's, it's spaghetti, Mike. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> How come... Wait until McDonald's hears about this. <laughs> McSpaghetti. Yeah, so... Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Christmas was good for you then? Or, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, I got this baby for Christmas. You buy it for yourself or someone give it to you? <laughs> uh, you ready for this one? Yep. I want to thank a very special person that got me this Roadcaster Pro. Uh, he just won America's Got Talent Championship Edition last night. What? Mr. Preacher Lawson. <sighs> Is a fan of our podcast. He's a fan of you. And he was like, what do you want? I'm what? getting it for you. What? Yes. Get out of here. I swear to you. Are you serious? I'm 1,000% serious. Mm. 
This is a gift from Preacher Lawson. Did he autograph it? <laughs> I, you know, I should have made him autograph the damn mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's amazing. And uh, I got to thank Preacher for buying it. Nice. Preacher was like, I can either be on your podcast or buy you something for your podcast. <laughs> That's what it was. He couldn't make the podcast, so he just bought us bought us what we wanted. Oh, well, yeah. thank you, Preacher Lawson. Yeah, man. Man. I thought you were going to be like you. <laughs> but I mean. For, I no, because like. You were telling me this was the board you wanted and everything else, or you have been looking at another board first? Mm, maybe. I don't know. When I saw my eyes been on this guy right here. I got to tell you, it's pretty. It's sexy. It's nice. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, Preacher Lawson. Uh, oh, well, we'll get to that in seconds. Uh, but first, we had to, uh, we, we did see Preacher. We saw Preacher over the holidays. But first, we had another, uh, we had the journey to Daytona Beach, Florida. <laughs> we'll make or actually, choice. Port Orange. Port right? Orange. And uh, do shows at the Doghouse in Port Orange, Florida. I liked it. I, I had a like, good time. I hated what happened to us driving there on Saturday. Was it Saturday or Friday? Oh, Friday. when we got lost? Oh, my gosh, man. Because they're doing so that construction. Pissed. How did we make it there Friday with no problems? And then Saturday. And then we 30. were right there. And then we took the left turn. And then it just put us on uh, I-4 or something. We couldn't get off Where the there exit. was no exit again for yeah, like, like 18 miles. So that we, we had to go 18 miles west to come back 18 miles east. So and we couldn't even go through. I tried to talk you into like using that official use only i'm like we're official comedians i could have i was nervous you're, I was you're like, like nah, nah. Man. <laughs> i'm gonna you're like that's your white privilege talking mike <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i would get caught yeah so uh we do the doghouse and uh, i think friday night there was only about 20 no thursday where was it thursday friday oh that was right it was thursday friday uh, so thursday night in this uh this place the way they get people in there thursday is because uh, you get a steak dinner and a show for 15 potatoes yeah man everyone in their place was eating steak potatoes yeah except for us except for us they didn't even offer it but uh we get there and like it usually is the sound system is crap like i've never been to that room no, that's my first time too. But the sound system was crapping out, and uh, luckily, uh, Sean, our feature that weekend, he had a speaker. In his he car. had a speaker in his car, which I think saved us that night. But also, it was only thirty people or so in a small area, so sound wasn't that big an issue that night. The next night, it was packed out, and even though we had brought your backup speaker and everything else, it was. It was just tough. You had to like project. They really need to fix the sound in that. Oh, room. sound wise, yeah. yeah. I was like comedy wise. I think I think it was a great show. Oh, comedy wise was great. Um, for the fact that number one, Dean Napolitano hits me up in the middle of the day. If you don't know Dean Napolitano and you're a comedian in Orlando or you're a comedy fan in Central Florida, you you should get to know Dean. He's amazing. Uh, but he's also one of the guys who took me around when I was starting out, and even now I still you know get to work with him every now and then. But Dean's like, hey, man, can I do like a 10-minute guest spot? It's okay if you say, I'm like, of course I'm going to give you a guest spot. Right. You're Dean Napolitano. But you went up, uh, did great from the start. They loved you. Yeah. Uh, Dean went up high energy and projected. Yep. Okay. And then Sean went up, and uh, Sean was just having an off weekend. He's He's got a lot of stuff going on. You know, he had a guy have a heart attack the week before. Kind of saw his life like Scrooge, saw the dead three he, ghosts. <laughs> yeah, he, he's just been he, – I worked with him last year. He's a good guy. You know, I talked to him uh, whenever he's in town. Uh, but I think he just had a lot of stuff going on in his head. I mean, he said he had a lot of stuff going on in his yeah. life in his head. Hey, it is stuff what it like is. That. But um, also, I think the problem with the sound not being great and going up after Dean, who has that voice and yeah, the energy. Yeah, he's low key. Yeah, he went up very, uh, very low energy and very... 
And it, we were in the back of the room, and we couldn't hear him. No. And we know his material. And the people in the back of the room weren't the kind of people in that town who would be like, ooh, shh, let's nah, listen. they were just talk right over him. Yeah, it got pretty rowdy to the point where I'm like, man, this is going to be a bitch when I get up to try and get them back on listening. But yeah. then they were fine. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, besides that, we had a great show. And then uh, we got Christmas presents. Dee Yount and Patty Hummel yeah. and all these uh, beautiful, wonderful ladies of Daytona that come out and support live comedy. So, so, they're so nice, man. They are. They're, they're such sweethearts. Cards they signed got us, by uh, everybody. Where is that thing at? I got it over here. What is this thing called, anyways? Um, I don't know. Fun. It's one of those little desktop toys where it's got all the pins and when you press something under it the pins take the shape of uh, uh whatever you press I put my face on this yeah which is weird because i put my cock on it the uh, other day you do and, too and now you've put your face there like we're kind of eskimo brothers in it yeah right? that's that, both I... of us have had my face on my cock uh, is that how that works <laughs> yes okay so one <laughs> it's it's so sad because the whole time we were playing with this it's like you know when we get home put my dick on this <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing that we thought about so thank you so much. That was a good time. And then, uh, yeah. And then, uh, so that was Thursday, Friday. So I had Saturday the 29th off, and I took that opportunity to go over to the improv because Preacher Lawson was there for the whole weekend and for New Year's. And I haven't seen him in a little bit. And I went over, and it was Justin Lawson, Preacher Lawson, Ken Miller on the show. I got there for the first show, and... Uh, I got there just as Justin Lawson was going to introduce the feature. And then I go back in the green room. Preacher's like, you want to do a guest spot? And I'm like, well, they just introduced Justin. And, you know, club etiquette is guest spots go before features, right? right, right? right. And he's like, it's okay, man. I'll tell him he wasn't doing good enough and I need you to bring him back. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So, uh, no, I didn't do a guest spot, but I got to hang out, hang out with Preacher, talk with him a little bit. Oh, I thought you did a guest spot. Well, I, I stuck around for the second show. Oh. And then Preacher's like, you're doing one this show. You're doing one to this show. You're doing one this show. And I got to say, um, I, I don't drink before I go up, but Ken was there, so I had a couple of drinks with him before I went on stage. But you I, didn't know you were going I didn't on. know I was going yeah. on stage. So I went on stage, but man, after uh, having such great shows like Thursday and Friday and everything else, going up for Preacher's audience and Preacher, you know. He, the funny thing is Preacher requested a joke of mine that's anything but clean. He's like, dude, you should go up and do that. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. I, Preacher was pretty laid back as far as the clean, the, clean, clean material this yeah. time. He was just like, you guys do whatever you want to do well, and I, have fun. I went up and kept it clean anyway. But, uh, yeah, it. I I didn't bomb, but I did not kill. It was they politely listened to me. Yeah. And I came off stage and I was in my own head thinking maybe it's because maybe I'm a step behind. Because even while I was on stage, I was thinking, man, I don't like performing after I've had a few drinks and stuff. But, like... I walked off stage and uh, Justin told me, he's like, man, some nights they're just here to see Preacher. <laughs> I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, man. Some nights it's just silence till he gets on stage. I'm yeah. like, okay. And then Justin went up. And, you know, as a comic, when you don't do well, you start watching the other acts to yeah, make sure they don't do yeah, well right, as right, well. Right. And Justin went up and same thing. He came off and this is how I felt okay. He told me, he's like, man, I didn't even bother doing a merch pitch that show. <laughs> that, as a comic, is how you know, like, I'm going to do it no matter what. I'm going to do a merch pitch on my feature set. But he, he's like, man, I just wanted to, I've never wanted to get off the stage. I'm like, cool. So it wasn't just me. Like, I wasn't at 100%, but now I know even if I was, it was still going to oh, be a man. pain. And then Preacher went up, and of course, they loved him they from love the get-go. Yeah. But then I didn't see you there. No, I didn't go that night. Y the next night, I went out to Fort Myers because I had shows uh, in Fort Myers for 
that Sunday, the 30th and the 31st New Year's. But how'd it go? Because you went over. I did New Year's, but I did DJ, not comedy. Oh, okay. You didn't go up? You didn't do a guest spot? No way. How was it? Because the improv staff Mm -hmm. was like, all comedians drink free tonight. And I drank way too much. Jesus. And I was shocked I was able to DJ. I like how you make that excuse. Like, you don't drink free there all the time anyway. This was more. <laughs> this was like, like, it was like a button went off in my head. I was like, you can drink what? as many as you want, man. You don't even have to tip. <laughs> I, I think I text you that night or something. I'm like, hey, man, how's it going? And you're like, I'm so drunk. <laughs> and you're like, I think I played the same song five times. <laughs> What song was it? I think I got the text somewhere. It was like turn down, turn down for what? Yeah, turned out. You're like, I think I played turned down for what like five times, and you're like, but I don't think anyone's noticed. (laughs) Yeah, I think by the fifth one, people are like, yo, just turn off, just get the hell off. It was like, I was shocked. I was able to like stand Mm -hmm. and DJ. I made it through the whole night. It was just, it's just really bad. Like uh, Hannibal was there, Mm -hmm. and he was like, dude, you did good, but your transitions. Man, you were just, you did not care. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? It was just yeah. like the old days where you just stop a song and play it another was like, one. Listen to Spotify. You didn't blend shit. No, not at all. It's just like, geez. That's great. Yeah, man, I was out in Fort Myers at one of my favorite clubs, Laughing Comedy Cafe. Uh, actually, Carmen Valone was supposed to feature for me. He got stuck in a snowstorm in Rochester. So they used uh, a local feature, uh, Sheena Regan or Reagan. I'm not sure how you how say the do? last name. Uh, it, out in Fort Myers, it's an older crowd. Oh, like uh, so, Yeah, kind of. But uh, she went out uh, Friday night, and it took them a while to even warm up to her. Oh. And then they turned out to be a great audience. Uh, New Year's though, she killed right from the gate. So wait, you did New Year's too there? Yeah. So what you did your set, and then like what you stopped the show at about eleven? Well, that's when I asked this guy because every this guy. Uh, Brian Corian, he uh, used to book a smaller club in Naples. Then he bought out Laughing Comedy Cafe, which has been there for like over 20 years from Joe Galanis. He bought that out. Good guy. Uh, he's a comic, too, uh, which is always fun when there's a guy who kind of understands the comedy side of things running the club as well. But um, every time I've done a New Year's show, it's always like you start the show late or you're doing two shows so that people can do the New Year's toast at the end. Right. So I go up to him. I'm like, hey, man, you got the New Year's show scheduled for like 730. He's like, yeah. I'm like, so what we do? We do like 90 minutes and then uh, you got a DJ. He's like, nope. I'm like, well, it says on the flyer, you know, New Year's package with New Year's toast. He's like, yep, we do a toast at 915. I'm like, what? He's like, yep, we do a toast at 915. He's like, people here are home in bed by 10. And uh, no kidding. Yeah. So we, we did the show. It was a great show. And then, uh, yeah, there we, there was a good mix of, you know, not younger, younger people in the audience. Like I remember right before the show starts, there were these two girls that looked like 22 who were all dialed up and they went up to Brian and we had over probably 150, 200 people there. But they go up to Brian. They're like, hey, we're going to leave. We were thinking the crowd would be a little different. Like, I think they thought it was going to be a bunch of yeah, like party of girls. And yeah, it was like, and middle. they ended at 10. They're like, all right, get out. Yeah. No, we were, we were done. We did the toast at like nine 30. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, I went and hung out with the owners at a little bar around the corner and 
just uh it was it was so low-key dude it was like a i i didn't even i didn't even drink new year's i picture you like lieutenant dan on forrest gump that scene where he's bringing in the new year he's just sitting at the bar just looking pissed and everyone's celebrating just like no i was i was quite happy dude i i the owners out there him and his uh wife uh or fiance i'm not sure where they are was invited to the wedding thanks brian uh but his uh wife slash business partner janice i've been friends with them for years and uh i was starving and they're like i was like yeah i'll probably just every time i go out there there's an ihop right by the hotel so i go hit ihop or something like no you need to come here and they took me to this uh cool little italian restaurant slash bar and awesome pizza and like meatball i know you're hating me as my personal trainer <laughs> but you gotta remember this was the day before new year they they serve an appetizer of just meatballs and it comes in a bowl of sauce and that's everything a else. dish that's not an appetizer you it, psycho it was fucking appetizer for me appetizer. three the size oh of your gosh. and i actually thought of you because you've told me like when when trying to eat properly never have a meal larger than your fist each of these meatballs was bigger than my fist and how many meatballs did you three eat? i you had shoved three. three meatballs down your gullet not all at once <laughs> I hope not, you fucking pelican. Yeah, but but I was like, uh, yeah, this will be, you know, because I'm starting my thing because I had fallen off. I was doing really well, not drinking soda, trying to eat healthier. And then uh, what the fuck happened that I... You had a stroke again, probably. No, because that, that wouldn't make me fall off. Something. <laughs> oh, no, that's not it? What was it? I think it was just like Christmas is when I fell off. I went shoes. home. I had like hanging with my family, being on the road and stuff. Like just stress made me go back to like I remember. But I do remember having a soda for the first time in like a month and a half going, oh, my God. And it burned probably. I'm never going to leave you again. You See, that burns me. Really? Soda burns my like insides. I hate it. Yeah. Well, it, it's just a habit, too. Like, yesterday I went somewhere, and I ordered something, blah, 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 with a Coke. And then they brought the Coke, and I remembered, oh, I'm not drinking soda anymore. So I was like, can I get a glass of water, too? And they Called you a pussy and, and threw it in your face? No, I just didn't drink the soda. The soda <laughs> sat there on the table. I'm not a big enough dick like a middle, middle-aged white woman to go, can I speak to your manager? Look, I ordered this. Yes, you are. But I forgot that I don't want this, so can you take it off my tab? You could be a big dick. Can I be a big dick? Not when it comes to. <laughs> that like, came out wrong. <laughs> you want to be the little dick? Be I'll be the big dick. dick. <laughs> sure, I would like to be yeah. a mediocre dick. Not when it comes to hospitality, dude. I spent so many years in hospitality. I treat people who work in restaurants and bars like amazing, even when they're like stressed and doing horrible. Oh, okay. Because I know what they're going through, and I always ask for a separate check while I'm out with friends, or more than likely, I'll pick up the check because there's nothing worse than sitting at a table with like five of your friends and then. These guys have never worked hospitality or worked in a tip position, and you're like leaving the table, and you realize they left them like two bucks on like a thirty dollar tab or something. You're like, is that not right? What? What? Why you got? How, how do you tip? You're a good tipper. I've been out with you. You tip. I just throw a five, man. I don't give a shit. You're like, I don't care if it was a ten dollar bill. You get a five. You get a five. If it's a hundred dollar bill, you get a five. It all. Yeah. Like you know how. It, you know, 20% is like the standard now. 20% is what 15% used yeah, to be. Yeah, it's $5. <laughs> it's amazing you pass math. <laughs> What's 20%? $5. That's, that's your tip, madam. And this is why when you're like, hey, you don't have to get me. I'm like, I got you, dude. I'm paying for your food. You don't tip at Lazy Moon? I do tip point? at Lazy Moon. You tip at Lazy Moon? Yeah. I don't tip like the 20%, but it's always, yeah, like two well, bucks. the changes you get back from your cash? No, because I use my card, but like, yeah, I'll tip like Lazy Moon is an uh, awesome pizza place. They got two locations. <laughs> We're still trying to get a sponsor for them. It's still okay. trying to get a sponsor. But yeah, like I, I tip at Gringo's too, man. 
I'm done with gringos. Why? I just been having bad experience with gringos. What's wrong? They've been letting me down. How? Just I don't know. Really? Tastes like wet sock. Oh, that's sad. I know you want them to sponsor us, but I'm just saying. Well, I can't now because they're off my list of things I can eat right now. Oh, that's true. But if you did sponsor us, we'd still eat at your place. But but like an abusive abusive husband. (laughs) I'll be back. You'll be back. You'll be back. I'm sorry, baby. (laughs) I didn't mean. It's just all my friends were in my ear telling me you weren't good for me. Oh, uh, changing gears. You almost got in a fight again. Mm, Yeah. Yep. Yeah. At a drunken monkey. A drunken monkey? No, that was you that almost got in a fight at Drunken Monkey. Yeah, I almost got in a fight at Build-A-Bear. I was going to say, oh, that's right. I was, was going to say, I like how I made a joke and like, wait, yeah, yeah I almost got in a fight. Yeah, because that's who I thought you were talking about. No, I, I wasn't you, talking about that. I thought you were talking about the Build-A-Bear beatdown. <laughs> Go ahead with your beatdown because you psycho. What? Because you almost fought a, a hood, hood rat chick from Kissimmee. Yep. <laughs> and her two uh, twinks. Yep. That almost happened. That's <laughs> over, a real thing. Over cotton and a bear. Uh, not over that. They were using inappropriate language. Look, look. How many times have I dropped the f bomb this episode? Probably a shit ton, a fuck ton, a fuck fuck ton. Well, now you have. I was yeah. say you're doing pretty good till now. Oh well, fuck it. <laughs> that wasn't on my resolutions. Uh, that was on my re- resolution to swear less. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You didn't tell me that. I'm trying. Really? Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm tired of cursing on stage. Yeah, I can see that. I'm just like ah. Uh, yeah, you don't need it. You don't need it. You don't need it. You don't need it. But it's fun. It's fun. I just don't I don't think I need to be dropping F bombs every single No, every I, single I agree with that. I tell people, and this is probably wrong, I tell people talk the way you talk normally on stage. And I just happen to <laughs> drop F bombs. Drop F bombs. Uh but I do it sparingly and if I'm doing a clean show, I can do the clean show without saying See, fun. that's why I'd, I think that's why preachers like I'm not putting you on the show. He couldn't trust me, and I don't trust myself. I was like, I don't, don't trust me. Oh, did you ask him for a guest spot? No, I was too drunk by then. Yeah, he that's, saw it in my eyes. That's probably for he the was best. like, nah. So I'll give you the brief storyline of the uh, Build a Bear beatdown that didn't happen. <laughs> uh, my kids, uh, we saw the Spidey verse over Christmas break. They loved it, right? So, uh, of course, uh, my my grandfather had given them gift cards for Christmas. He's like, go out and get them something. And uh, they had said, like, before Christmas, they saw the Spidey vs. Bears at Build-A-Bear, and they both wanted, you know, uh, the oldest one wanted Miles Morales, and the youngest one was fine with getting the Gwen Stacy. They had a Spider-Gwen one. So I'm like, okay. So we go Build-A-Bear, like, two days after Christmas, and it's, of course, swamped because everybody got friggin' gift cards and stuff like that. So I'm waiting online. They only have one of those stuffing machines opened. You know, the other one's closed for a private Build-A-Bear party. So I'm waiting online. Behind me in line, it's like this uh, 20-something girl and her two uh, male friends. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I got, I'm sitting there, and I got Aiden with me. And all of a sudden, the girl behind me just goes, so I told that cunt, I'd fucking kick her ass. So I turn around, and I give her a look. <laughs> and she looks at me like, do I know you? And I realize she doesn't get why I'm looking at her. And I'm like, I'm just thinking maybe you want to watch your mouth around these children. And the woman behind her in line goes, thank you. And like that girl says, oh, well, excuse me. And I turn back around and I hear her talking to her two guy friends. And she goes, well, I guess I should just watch my mouth then. I guess I'll just say fudge. And one guy goes, you want me to say something to him? Because I will. So I turned around and I'm like, what do you want to say? <laughs> What you want to say? And he's like, what? I'm like, what you want to say? 
And that just then baby's mama came back in because she had taken the little one outside to get a pretzel or something. Okay. And I'm like, perfect. And I give her the stuff that I was waiting online to get done. And I'm like, well, well, the two of us go outside and talk about why don't why don't the two of us well take the two of us go outside, outside and have a conversation give you a little smack let's just talk that. about some things talk let's talk I, I specifically said uh, let's go learn some manners and how to act in let front me of teach children. you a little manners you know Look, what i'm saying i get if you're at a fucking hockey game and i got my kids there and you run your mouth great I took my kids. I didn't take them to the circus. I took them to a fucking hockey game. This is what I get. I'm at fucking Build-A-Bear, dude. And this woman's back here talking like a sailor with herpes, you know? <laughs> what? A sailor with herpes talks trash? Yeah, because sailors talk like dirty all the time. But sailors with herpes, what, what's he got to lose uh, anymore? Okay. You know? <laughs> it makes sense if you it think makes about sense, it. I guess. But, um, yeah, so then uh, when I turn back around, the guy just looks at me like, oh, uh, I'm like, no, seriously. And he's like, really? Really? I'm like, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Let's go outside and oh, talk. And I turn, I'm, he's like, no, and I turn back around. And then I turn and I'm like, well, you let me know if you change your mind. And I turn back around. And then you just hear whispering like, maybe we should just leave. Maybe we should just leave. And then the girl's like, well, maybe we'll just leave. And the woman behind them goes, yeah, maybe you should fucking leave. And I look at her. I'm like, you just defeated the whole purpose <laughs> of the. It just shot. So that was it. She so helped you out. That that was just me with my fucking vein popping out of my head. At Bill. I can't great. go anywhere, man. No, nah, you, you find danger. Yeah, <laughs> you find trouble. But but then again, I left you alone at Drunken Monkey for five minutes. Oh right, and, uh, it what, wasn't that big of a deal. It, what, you, it was the first thing you told me when I came back. You're like, you almost missed it. <laughs> what happened? It, it was pretty much you can't don't show up to a comedy show wearing your karate uniform. And this comes from a guy who wears karate uniforms. But I don't wear it to the show, which I yeah. should start doing as a gimmick. But I don't. Wear it to the show. So these guys came to an open mic straight from karate class, I guess, from uh, jujitsu. Jiu-jitsu. But yeah, and all I said Jiu-jitsu. 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 Um, so I just like, oh, snap. So let's set the stage. We're at an open mic. This We're outside. was on Friday night? Friday night. Outside. All the comedians are outside with me. Yeah. And they're walking out. They're leaving. They're leaving Drunken Monkey. Mm-hmm. And they're in their karate geese. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, snap. Uh, Gracie Baja in the house. I know it. The place that they yeah. Got you to. gave him a shout out. Yeah. You're, you're a mixed martial arts guy. You you appreciate and other people. There's a level of respect for other schools. So there's three of them. Yeah. There's two of them in the geese, and then another guy just in jeans and in a, a tight shirt. Were they the same people from Build a Bear? Probably. <laughs> All right. And then the, uh, were they cussing like sailors with herpes? No, they were just kind of cool. They kind of giggled. Oh, okay. And then the other guy goes, "Well, you got a problem." I go, oh. and I go, I go, nah, man, I'm next to a brown belt right here. And I was pointing at Alex Yu, which he's not, a, he's, he's already, he would have got his ass whooped. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm a black belt. Oh. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, cool. <laughs> and uh, so they keep walking. And then uh, Alex yells, Alex yells, oh, he wants to so- show you his triangle. I go, yeah, the dinner bell, man. Ring that bitch up and down. And the guy says something about my mother and her anus. What? And then. I'm laughing still. Mm-hmm. I'm giggling. And all the comedians are around like, dude, that guy wants to fight you. And I go, for real? And I go, yeah. And I was like, nah, he's bullshitting. And then all of a sudden he gets in his car. He's like, fuck you. And he drives away, speeds wow. off. And I'm like, oh, well, that just happened. Yeah, and then you came up. That's what they train you at Yellow Belt, how to drive away <laughs> and just fuck you. See, I think that's the big difference with me. Like, I walk through life assuming everybody wants to fight. And you walk through life assuming... 
Nobody really wants Nobody to fight. Nobody wants to fight. Come on. <laughs> Nobody wants to fight. But yeah, when you told me that story, I'm like, really? That's that's the whole guy. Like, I'm a black belt. Yeah. Like, that's never stopped a bullet. I like how that was supposed to be scared. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> cool. And not once did you start going, well, I happen to be the chief instructor over at blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no. I train with uh, I was in Jock. Com- <laughs> I was in comedy mode, man. I wasn't I was in, in like training mode. So screw yeah. So, yeah, that was uh, that was it. That was pretty much. We had an eventful last two weeks of 2018. Yeah, and now my schedule's wide open. So if you're booking, give me a shout. <laughs> are you serious? Dude, you got I, no show. I'm I'm at the improv next Wednesday. Are you? Who's yeah. there? Sean Fanny. Oh, you hosting? I think so. Nice. Because he, uh, he's gonna he's gonna be on Jimmy Fallon Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm hosting or doing a guest spot. I don't know what he wants me to do. Yeah. He'll hit me up He's like, for a flyer. And then I was like, hey, could you make a flyer? He was like, could you, could Arr. you, could you put a lot of shamrocks could on you? it? <laughs> he gets pissed off. All right. Can you How many shamrocks do you want on your flyer, Sean? Noon. <laughs> I'm going to make it very, very Irish. I'm just trying to remember how the lucky charms guy talks. Not it. <laughs> you got your hands off me cereal. I'm automatically going Jamaican. By yeah, the way. I, just, I can't do it. Welcome to Pools Tools. Yeah, man, you like some Lucky Charms. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, let's talk about that. I had something stolen from me. <laughs> why, why did I just have a flush of like who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. Probably because you're guilty. Uh, yeah. Well, what did you get stolen? Uh, a, I have a sketch. Feeling- uh, a sketch a sketch remember we were driving out to ocala oh my god you put this on the topics you, you put this on the topics. did i put this on the topic you did oh. you, you're like i kind of uh, stole a sketch i don't want to talk about this uh, yeah me neither really go ahead go ahead go ahead for the record we didn't post it because of this yeah we didn't i told you to post it i want to see too it. late god christmas is over did you delete it no, it's just sitting in the archives. Yeah. So if you're a good listener of the show, <laughs> if you're a fan, as most people are, oh uh, I think the episode right before uh, the Christmas special was actually... Oh, the one with the tree. Where you, the one with where the, you the tree. Fight with the where I got to fight with the guy. But I had told about my journey dealing with a uh, pushy Christmas tree lot salesman. And while we were talking about it, I actually say, I'm like, we should do a sketch about this. Uh-huh. And you were like, yeah. So fast forward to me and you driving out to Ocala. You're like, yeah, man, I had a pretty busy day. I filmed a sketch with a couple of guys. I'm like, oh, what was it about? You're like, it was like about Christmas tree lock guy. And I looked at you. I'm like, like the sketch I had said we should do based off my story. And you looked at me. Shit is what you said. You're like, shit. So why don't you tell me? You okay? You okay over there? So then I pulled up the podcast episode and replayed. <laughs> the whole thing what i love about you is these guys hit you up to do a sketch and you're like hey i got an idea it's original <laughs> and i get that and we talk about that in comedy a lot where something's in the back of your head you don't know where it came from and it comes from we talk about that with jokes like yeah. comedians who are at an open mic see someone else do a joke eight months later they're writing and they're like oh man i just came and what we always say if you come up with something fully formed perfect right out of the gate what you gotta do you got to go back and check your sources, check your sources. Yeah. But, <laughs> but at first it was great. Cause you said you try, you started to like defend like, no. And then I didn't even say anything. And you're like, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the sketch that you had? What was it? And then I told you guys, put it out there anyways, because I like it. It was I just pretty it. much about a guy that's like down on his luck selling Christmas trees and just he's mm-hmm. losing his crap. But we made it like very like monster truck. Yeah. Like, hey, you, 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 you know what you need? You need a Christmas tree. Don't be a pussy. Get a tree. And he's like, it's like rock music. So like a very pushy Christmas tree. So yeah. And then like he's losing it. He's like Santa's like in like a tent. He's like, we even got a Santa. Where the Santa come here? He's like, You ain't, I'm not doing anything till you give me, until you pay me. He's like, God damn it. And then he kicks at his house. He's like, Hey, come on, man. Like, it's just kind of silly. Which, which, yeah, that's totally different from what I had talked about. Joselito Christmas tree farm where two salesmen followed me out trying to make a deal even after I was leaving. But yeah, that's so, okay. I mean, but so we didn't post that's it. A- I'm sorry. I told you to. You should have. No. Save for next year. See, or better yet, just invite the guy because who came I, up with it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be the list of comedians that you have of taking your jokes mm-hmm. and still looking at you in the face and going, well, I'm Those still going to do sons it. sons of bitches. Because you have a list, and I'm not joining that list. Those sons of bitches. All right? So you can't put me on that list because I... I'm not putting it out. As Ken Miller said, my second comedy album should be called Jokes Other Jokes of Mine Other Comedians Do. Yeah, so I'm not doing it. But I'm not doing it. That being said, look, I understand there's a lot of, uh, you know, lateral thinking in comedy. It just, that's fine. There's a guy in California maybe doing a joke similar to me, and we've never met each other before. But when it's people that you've worked with, have been on shows with you, and they start doing jokes similar to jokes you've done for years... That's when it becomes an issue with me. It's like, dude, come on. You know I do that. And it's not just me. It happens to everybody. Like, uh, any comic in this town will tell you they've had to go some other comic and be like, dude, come on. You don't think that's... And I've had comics, I, I think I've shown you the message. They'll hit me up. You know, I got one from a pretty well-known guy getting TV credits right now. And he's like, puts, hey, man, do you think this joke is similar to yours? And this is where I came up years ago. And a friend of mine, comedian, told me to do this. All you have to say is, like, let me ask you this. If roles were reversed and I was asking you, do you think this is too much like your joke? What would you say? And he's like, if they answer honestly, most of the time they'll be like, all right, never mind. Just wanted to check, <laughs> you know, cause they know if they're reaching out to ask you, they just, they're kind of, and this is why I hate. They're hoping that you guys are good enough friends that you'll be like, ah, it's okay, man. Go ahead, do it. Right. But the thing people don't realize is I don't have friends. So I'm like, no, I'm not good with that. You don't have friends? I don't have friends. You don't have friends? When right. we were doing a podcast, we're on 47 episodes. You say, I don't have friends? I don't have friends. You son of a bitch. I have. How dare you? I have, I have associates. You, what, is, what are you doing the fist thing no, for? I was, I was counting like how many friends I have, oh, and like, I got extra fingers. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. Yeah. I'm, I'm offended. Are you? Yeah. Are you? I should be your number one now. Dude, you're you're just like any other girl. You're gonna be good for a couple of years. You're gonna move on, forget about me, and not Dude, pick I've, up the phone. I have done more, and I've been in a longer relationship with you than most of your relationships. That's not true. <laughs> All right, probably not true. That's but not true. You realize I have children. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I forgot that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> comedian wise. Yeah, yeah. On a weekly basis. I'd say we're acquainted. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we're friends. <laughs> so forced. Dude, that was so we're, forced. We're friends-ish. Oh, and we have this on tape of your face twitching when you said that. No. What? Think about this. Think about this, though. Why would anyone want to be my friend? 
Oh, that's a good there's question. no benefits there's to no it. benefits you gotta put up with a ton of shit it's a lot of pessimism and <laughs> you know people a lot of people <laughs> i think a lot of people when they make new year's resolutions they make new year's resolutions like i'm just gonna hang out with positive people and then i get deleted off of like a lot of <laughs> facebook friends lists it's not that i'm not positive it's just that i'm positive negative things are gonna happen that's that's where i'm at yeah that black cloud that you love to hang around with yeah, but I mean, that's kind of what makes me who I am. Is it? So, yeah, I mean, if I was happy-go-lucky and cheery, then would I even be a comedian? I don't know. Mm. It'd be tough. Not that tough. How would you know? I'm happy. Yeah, but you'd have to be a comedian. Oh, shit. I'm a Do we have that on tape too, Sanchez? <laughs> Come on, we're friends. It's cool. Yeah, no, no, we're <laughs> Oh, man. But um, I will say this. Uh, part of the only reason I hit the gym yesterday was because you and I sat down last weekend and you had, had pulled a pizza out parlor. at a pizza parlor. <laughs> I, I get the irony. And you pulled out. You had taken a little personal calendar and you actually wrote me for like a month, a daily workout thing. Yep. And the only thing that got me going to the gym last night rather than being like, because yesterday was my kid's birthday. It was a busy day and everything. But. The only thing that got me going to the gym at like midnight last night was, okay, if he took the time to sit down and write this out, I can take the time to go to the fucking gym and try it. <laughs> so it, you went it, at midnight. Yeah. Ugh. That's when I always go though. It's like empty and you know, I guess I like it. But the funny thing is I haven't used my keychain pass. I've paid for it. You know, wait, where did you go? You have Planet like Fitness. Oh, Planet Fitness 24 seven. Yeah. Oh, and I, I think, I think for a while they were 24, not 24 7 they were 24 like five and like, okay, so like saturday days. friday and saturday they closed at midnight and reopened in the morning but okay. now i think they're a full-on 24 7 for this year but um the funny thing is uh, i paid 20 bucks a month and i don't think i've used it in the past year so it's just really expensive keychain i thought it was ten dollars a month well it's ten dollars a month if it's just you but i paid for that extra where i can bring someone anytime i oh. want because at the time my whole plan was to have like you know friends when i went to gym on the yeah i guess that's see how that wrapped around that was good yeah so i had planned on uh back when i went to the gym regularly i had a one of the guys i worked with uh one of my bartenders when i was managing a restaurant was also my uh workout buddy because that was always the motivation because he was one of those guys that would just like knock on your door and be like come on we gotta go we gotta go and uh yeah so i I went last night and um, I had my little keychain thing. And this is how long it's been since I've been to the gym. I'm looking around for the last place I saw my keychain thing. And uh, after looking for like 20 minutes, it was on my keys. That's how little I care about <laughs> this thing. So it's it's like the most expensive keychain. It's a $240 a year keychain right now. Uh, so I went last night and I realized when I went to scan it in, because you, you go in, they got the little reader thing right like the laser beam that thing i realized i was more nervous about this not clearing than when i swipe a credit card nowadays <laughs> i'm like going because all that information pops up and i just don't want to see the guys look he's like hey yeah you're wow wow you haven't been here in a while have you? i'm like look you're not my fucking dentist all right get off my fucking case i don't even recognize you you weren't here a year and a half ago i've been here longer than you <laughs> So you did your first day at gym, though. I did, and I, I went and I did everything you gave me on the list and then a couple of extra things just because yeah, I didn't want to be that guy who just showed up and was, like, checking out five minutes later. That's fine. 
yeah but no i did the and the funny thing too is uh when you wrote that for me you're like look dude this whole first month it's not about weight it's just about getting you to do you know the proper form proper things and right. everything else and uh and you're like and believe me you're gonna be like oh this is too easy but you just stick to it and keep doing this and for yesterday i think you had ran down do like 30 minutes cardio 10 push-ups 10 sit-ups 10 crunches just basic shit. just basic shit and this is how long it's been since I worked out. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do the push-ups, sit-ups, and crunches at my house before I go to the gym because I don't want to do those in public, okay. you know, just to make sure. And then, <laughs> But then at the same time, I was like, 10 push-ups? Who the fuck can't do 10 push-ups? On two, I was like, why am I doing this? <laughs> sit-ups, dude. The only place I could do sit-ups in my house that has, like, some place I can slide my feet under. Yeah is my kid's bedroom, their bunk bed. So they were both already in bed. So I go do my sit-ups in there. And I realize after like three, I'm like breathing heavy. I'm like, great, my kids are gonna wake up going, what's that, you know? And then I, I did crunches and, uh, or no, squats. And I don't think I've ever done a squat in my life. <laughs> I gotta so, see this. So I did 10 things of which I'm like pretty sure I'm not doing right. Well, we'll see it in a minute. And then I went to the uh, gym and I did 35 on the elliptical because I'm a bitch and uh wrong with that yeah i'm just i i don't know uh i think the last time i really started running like uh running's overrated man it's gonna jack up your knees well that's that's what happened i think because when i ran when i was in shape i was like 50 pounds lighter and my knees could take it this time around i went running i'm like well i'm a bitch if i don't do a mile first time out and like i was like yeah and then i couldn't walk for two weeks (laughs) yeah uh, and so, yeah, I, I did the gym and uh, did the cardio. Then one did some ab stuff, one did some torso stuff, and one did some chest presses and did enough time there to be like, and I'm lucky because there were like 20 people there at midnight and I was the most out of shape guy there. I know it's a judgment free zone, but self judging, I was the most out of shape guy there until one dude walked in and this guy looks like he signed up New Year's Day. And uh, he spent more time taking selfies of himself sitting on machines oh, than nice. working out. But I was so happy he showed up because I was like, oh, I'm not, the, you know, it's, <laughs> I'm not the ugliest guy at the bar anymore. <laughs> you know, I'm like, don't leave. I'm here for another 20. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, that would, that's the gym. So then uh, today's my day two and there's actually weight stuff, more weight stuff. And uh, I said, why don't we just do it over here after the podcast so I can learn proper form so I don't look like a fool when I go in front of people. Remember videotaping it. Yeah, that's fine. Yes. I was thinking we should have done some short zip, like me on a treadmill with my McDonald's. Just... No, no, because you're going to eat. You actually will eat the McDonald's. Well, you can't let go away. No, no, it's, no. I'm starving, too. That green pepper stuffed pepper sound. What's in a stuffed pepper? Uh, just rice and ground beef. Yeah. And then like a cheese and spice and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I remember I left the gym last night and I was starved. Like I was hungry, hungry. And I get back to my house and, you know, in the old days, you're coming home from a gig and you're starved. There's like Taco Bell, McDonald's, Wendy's, all this stuff that's going to fill you up. It's not good for you, but man, you'll be right. You'll be good. Um, and I realized there's nothing open. Like where do healthy people eat this time of night? I'm like, oh, they don't. You that's don't. 
You're not supposed to be eating. So I got home and I think my choices were what what I have. I had applesauce, raisins, or my kid's birthday cake. And you're yeah, like, I'll... don't eat the cake. And I'm like, well, what if I put the applesauce on top of the no. cake? That will neutralize the frosting. You're like, and you sent me a picture of a pissed off Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. <laughs> it was a John Carl Van Damme. I'm like, what if I sprinkle raisins over the top of the chocolate cake? Will that make it healthier? It will be more like raisin cake, which is fine. <laughs> no. God damn it! I don't understand how food works. Oh man, we gotta have a we gotta have a talk off air. Yeah. About. This. Yeah. So, and then I was thinking, uh, maybe we should actually. You don't have a scale here, do you? No. Yeah. I want you to break it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Over your fucking head, because that's what friends are for. So angry already. 2019 might be an angriest shit. I'm I'm lacking uh, carbs. <laughs> it's making me moody, but um. Yeah. So what do you eat at night? Like what fills you? Because that's the thing. I think it's more of just wanting to feel full. I don't eat now. I'm done. No, but I mean, like, say, yeah, like I, these small meals, I'm still feeling hungry. Chicken breast and just vegetables. What's, what's the rules of eating? Like when should you just not eat? You eat as much vegetables as you want. Anytime. Yeah, whatever. Vegetables are anytime. Anytime. Cookies are sometimes food. (laughs) Just because you cook it in vegetable oil doesn't mean it's a fucking vegetable. No, I said cookies are a sometimes food. Oh, no. That was Cookie Monster's whole thing. When they they made Cookie Monster stop being a Cookie Monster and be like, ooh, let's eat healthier because kids are over over obese. Over obese. 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 Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, they, they did that. Cookie Monster ate cookies in his entire life. And then, like, when kids start being obese, they're like, well, Cookie Monster eats cookies. Kids watch that, and that's why they're eating shittily. So we're going to make him eat <laughs> shittily? Shittily. Is that that's why. Word? Yeah, it is now. Oh, shit. That camera go off? No, I hope not. But, yeah. <laughs> it did? I don't know. We can Was it ever on? I hope so. <laughs> Who knows now? Who knows now? So, yeah, Cookie Monster uh, ate cookies. They started making him eat vegetables, and I think now he's back to cookies, but his whole thing was like, remember, cookies are sometimes food. I'm like, that's not your job. You're not the carrot cruncher. You're not the calorie counter. You're the cookie fucking monster, dude. I'm. Did we never turn the camera on? Oh, my God. I think so. Why is the camera frozen? Uh, Oh, well, well, don't worry about it now, dude. It's already too late now. Yeah, it's all right. We're too far in. We're way too far in this there. This might just... I don't need that on me. <laughs> What's on you now? Nothing. Why? I don't know. Yeah. You're messing up the first episode of 2019, man. You messed it up. <laughs> you fucked shit up, man. You have 500 jobs, yeah. and you can't get them right. Why the freak that camera didn't work? Anyway, I don't know. That's the one you're trading in, though, right? Yeah, I'm trading that in. Yeah. So, uh, I think there's a good way to end it then. <laughs> We got more to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we at? How long are we at? An hour and 10 minutes. Oh, shit. We're, we're, we'll save the rest. Yeah, for we'll then. save the rest for the next time. That's why I looked up and I was like, is the fucking camera on? So we're going to go eat some green peppers, stuffed peppers, or you already ate? No, we're going to work out. And then eat? Yeah, you can do that. All right, because I really want stuffed pepper. What the fuck is wrong with this thing? We can do that off air. I guess. All right. So what you got coming up this week? You got anything? I got nothing coming up this week, and uh, I'll be at the Orlando Improv next Wednesday, January 16th, I think it is. Nice. And that's uh, pretty much it. I am at Open Mics, uh, closing out the What the Fuck Wednesdays. I think they're having a six-year anniversary this week, so I'm out there closing that out. 
And then, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, uh, there's some holes in my schedule right now because uh, I had intentionally left, uh, didn't try to book because I had a project coming up and I'm still waiting to hear back on that, but that was going to require me being in Orlando more often. So we'll see. Maybe that will still uh, all work out. It's all in negotiations right now. So hopefully that will happen. And uh, other than that, yeah, I guess uh, all this other stuff we can talk about next week. So Yeah, we got plenty of stuff for next week, too. Yeah, good being back, man. Good seeing you. I love the roadcast things. Thank you so much for Preacher Lawson's. Gen- <laughs> Does that make him a patron of the show? It Does makes that- him a super patron super of the show. Super patron of the show. Yeah. Oh, great, man. That's awesome. So how much... Um, did you just have to give him a hand job or was it full mouth to get Listen, that board? We don't talk about what I did off air. <laughs> the things you have done for this show. <laughs> I, hey, I'm making it work. I'm making it work. See if you can get some mics next time. Don't use your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and with that said, that's episode 47. Where's the slate at? <laughs> Let's do the slate. Episode 47 of Obligatory Podcast with Kermit and Mike. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for watching and listening. Adios.